Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're going to start slow, but we're always, always going to finish fast. No matter what the score was, we're going to finish hard. We're going to finish fast. It's Football Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. They had us. We weren't defeated, but they had us. With just one hour until kickoff. Regardless of the scoreboard, you are going to be successful because you put in all the time, all the effort, all the hard work, and you're going to go out with this win. Joe has you covered like an all-pro safety. Steps up. Throws. Rashad is tackling topics like a blitzing linebacker. Pressure drops. Parsons came flying through. Football Sunday on the Odyssey app. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh, oh. And 1080 The Fan. Welcome into Football Sunday. Boy, is there a lot of football to talk about. There's a lot of sports to talk about, Rashad. Is there? I haven't been paying much attention. Yeah, there's a lot been going on, but uh, I believe we have to start with uh, your your amazing haircut. Hey, David takes care of me, all right? Hey, man. David's got you looking. I saw saw the the taper and everything. Wait a minute. That's not... (laughs) I was going to say, you didn't see the pineapple top that I had when I took my beanie off. Yeah, that was no, a mess. I'm, I'm looking at the taper. I'm like, that's not Supercuts, bro. Yeah. Supercuts isn't doing nice, sharp tapers like that, man. So yeah. you got to somebody with some uh, some flavor. Yes, yes, I did. But uh, no, that is uh, not what everybody wants to know. Oh, what okay. everybody wants to know and wants to talk about was, how was your Thanksgiving, bro? Oh. Amazing, you know, just some good food. Always good food, man. You know, just break. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Popeyes makes a turkey, and I get one every year. Popeyes like, turkey, bro. So I've been seeing the commercials for the black and chicken sandwich lately. Well, I, I will mean, be making. Of course, a, I want to try po- that, but I, I want to make a Popeyes trip soon. But man, a listen, turkey. So Popeyes makes a turkey, and they sell it for the holiday season. Here's the here's the rub. It's fifty bucks. However, sounds about right for a turkey. How? Yeah, I know, right? However. It is one of the, you know, there's there's certain dry parts of turkey, you know, and it's like, man, the breast sometimes, like, okay, it's good, and get some extra gravy, and you'll be fine. Uh, no, not this one, man. Everything is like a nice Cajun flavor throughout the entire turkey. It's awesome. So, yes, my Thanksgiving was a great time with family and, uh, you know, stuff like that. How about yours, bro? It was good. It was good. I went and, uh, you know, it's always good when the Cowboys get a win on uh, Thanksgiving. I, I you know, know you. I, I walked in, and I have my uh, – 
cousin's boyfriend is a huge Cowboys fan. So he's got like a cowboy, looks like a cowboy pajamas on at that point. <laughs> And I'm like, like a bro, onesie? Like, it looked like it. No, with like a, like, with a, two, a little flap a in the back? It was a two-piece. You know, the top and bottom piece that you used to get for, like, Christmas, you know, and stuff like yes, that. Yes, okay. But, yeah, he had that on. It was, like, all kind of Dallas Cowboys. I'm like, bro, it is literally on, 6 o'clock. Why are you in your pajamas? On Thanksgiving, I mean. But it worked. You know, can't hate. Um, the, no, the Cowboys on Thanksgiving is one of my favorites. It, it's one of my favorite things. It definitely sucks when they lose, obviously. But it, I really look forward to it on Thanksgiving. So watch that. Uh, got a got a round of disc golf in, of course. Out there it was a beautiful day out in uh, Yamhill County, out in McMinnville. Went and got twelve holes in, and uh, then uh, enjoyed uh, not just turkey, smoked on the Green Mountain Grilled Turkey. Yeah, see, and uh, like you, you made the comment that dry turkey, man. So- uh, Joey, my son, he said he kept raving about the turkey this year, and he made remarks about. I'm not always excited about the turkey because I know it's going to be dry. And so I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> A, throwing my dad under the bus because he's been in control of the turkey. But it's not, it's, not your, it's not just, it's not a, you know, it's not a Joe Senior team or it's not a Joe Joe Second thing. It's he's a, been slipping the last couple of years. I mean, turkey is just. He's been turning up too much at Thanksgiving. Turkey is just notoriously dry it for is. no reason. You know what I mean? It's just one, it it's is. one of, of all the poultry meats. Duck is greasy for no reason, but delicious. Um, chicken, obviously, you know, greasy, you know, everything, man, for whatever reason, turkey is just the, it's a leaner meat. It's, it is, but that's probably why people don't eat it, you know, every, all year, um, they actually only eat it twice, twice, maybe twice a year, maybe three times. Well, someone, uh, Somebody's graduated, I believe, a baby. Yeah, here's a turkey. Oh, it was Justin Thomas, pro golfer. He had the take that if, uh, Thanksgiving food was so good, why don't we cook it more than once a year? Well, we do. We just don't cook turkey more than well, once a I year. I mean, are you cooking stuffing at any other point See, in the year? See, here's the thing. We, that's, and this is going to be a cultural <laughs> thing for everybody listening. In a lot of black households, we call it dressing. You know, not, uh, not, yeah. not anything that's necessarily, you know, but. Uh, it, yeah, I've heard it called dress, dressing yeah, dress before. With, but, you know, with, yeah, I with, call it stuffing. Dress with some, maybe some shrimp, maybe some, uh, some, some turkey inside of that one and everything. But no, like, but here's the thing that, that is made throughout the year. Uh, macaroni and cheese is something that's made throughout the year. I'm not a green bean casserole person, but a lot of people are. Those are things that are made. I, hey, I woofed I woof down some green bean casserole this weekend. And to, to be honest, I've never had it up until this week. You know, just because, oh. again, something that, that historically it was just never really offered in my household. There's been a lot of other dishes. Green bean casserole has never, ever been one of them. So this was your first dabble into green bean casserole. Yeah, it was, it was okay. You know, I mean, cream of mushroom and I mean, it's and not the green fr- beans and and French, you know, fried onions. Like, L- listen, when I went to bad. the when I went to the Thanksgiving uh, dinner that I went to this weekend, it's not like that's what I'm looking forward to. But yeah. if it's there, I'm getting it. No, of course, solid side, yeah, solid side. There are certain things that are like that. So for the most, it's part, it's the man, right guard of your uh, Thanksgiving offense. Absolutely, it, you absolutely. know, not the most it's important not the best position. One, you know what I'm saying, it's, but definitely vital. Yeah, I mean, that, I think I think for that hasn't ever been a, a part of our franchise is having a great right guard, you know, <laughs> the, so, the fullback yeah, of your yeah, exactly. you know, turkey day offense. No, we've got a lot of receivers and, uh, and corners on our oh, team, yeah. a lot of skill positions, but no, it was, it was a great holiday. So hopefully all of you had a, an amazing holiday with friends or family or however you want to, you know, celebrate. And then if you're in your car and everything right now, or you're at home listening, which, you know, some people are, I assume, uh, just be, it was a great time just to be thankful, you know, about the things that we have. And 
obviously the homelessness situation here in Portland is very visible. And sometimes as I'm just driving home and everything in my warm car and everything, it's, it's, it's hard to, you know, not be thankful for the things that you have and the things that, you know, we go through. So, man, thank you guys for, for listening to us. Always, I'm thankful for y'all, but just be thankful for life and the things that we have. out. Most there. definitely. And um, with that being said, too, I try and keep in mind that, uh, you know, two and a half years ago, we were going through some stuff, right? Man. And I, uh, I used to say to myself during those times, man, once we uh, get back to quote unquote normal and uh, get back to normal way of life, I was like, I'll be much more grateful and thankful for everything that I have. And so I just got to keep that in mind. I, I have to do that to myself, keep myself in mind of that. Like, hey, the man, cool part is remember, there's people that, that you know, for, have forgotten already about COVID and the, the, you know, the, that weird almost two year transition that, you know, everybody had to go through and. You know, being shut shut down and you know kept away from people and the people that you love, it was that was hard. And so now, if you're not going harder, you're not grinding harder now, and you're not trying to be a better human, better dad, better husband, you know, better whatever. Like, I mean, we gotta start looking at ourselves, man. So yeah, I mean, but I'm super super thankful. I'm thankful for my guy Joe. You know, thankful for this new opportunity that he and I have. You know, so man, it's just last week. I'm, I'm gonna tell the. Tell the to tell listeners something, Joe. So last week, during our show, uh, I got news that one of my students, you know, if you listen to the show for a long time, uh, you know that I work in education, you know, have for a, a long time. And uh, one of my students was, was shot and killed at a party um, that he was at last week. And I got the news just as we were kind of starting the second hour, you know, and it was kind of one of those things. And it just made me get home and hug my son real tight, you know, tell my family I love him because that was a great kid. He wasn't a kid that was in the mix. He wasn't a kid that was in the streets. Just wrong place, wrong time type thing, which is a really sad thing to, you know, to, to know. But, man, just just love your people. Love your life. You know, do do what you can to live the live this thing to the best of your abilities because, man, here one minute, you know, gone the same minute, you know. And so, yeah, that was that was a tough day last week. But, again, I had a lot of people that were there to support. So, Hopefully you have those same type of people in your corner. So, again, thank you all for listening to, to us, to me, especially for these few years. Yeah, you've been amazing. And, man, let's keep being amazing, amazing together. Well said. Well said, sir. Appreciate you, bro. Yes, most definitely. Um, and with all of that being said, there's, uh, there's two routes we can go to start this show. Is I can either take everything you just said and, you know, go in that route and then get real toxic with it and go – what the hell happened Toxicity with the Ducks yesterday. Or, or I can swallow my pride. I can uh, put my yellow and green colors aside. And I can look at the positive side in the Oregon State Beavers beating the Oregon Ducks yesterday, 38-34. And I think that's the route that we have to go in looking at that game yesterday, Rashawn. You no, know, I have incredibly toxic traits. So, <laughs> Oh, trust so me. If you, were of, on, if you were on my Twitter last night looking at some of the things I was firing off. And, and here's the cold part. Salty, a lot of up, sodium uh, But you yesterday. bring up a good point because I think the lead has been Oregon blew it. Not Oregon State played a hell of a defensive game Again, we'll, and won. That's what I think the lead has been. It's been Oregon blew it. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll yeah. get to it because I have a lot of feelings on the game yesterday. Uh, yeah, well, let's get to it then. Man. There's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde when it comes to me in, um, in sports. And there's Rational Joe and then there's Fan Joe. I want to hear Hyde. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, Dr. Jekyll wasn't very fun. It was Mr. Hyde that made the story go. That's true. That's yeah. true. Well, uh, I want to hear uh, what you have to say if you're listening into the show. Thank you. Text in 503-250-1080. That is still the text line until further notice. Uh, you can hit us up on uh, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, at JoeFish3, F-I-S-C-H, or Rashad is at at TaylorMade503. Uh, again, Twitter, Instagram, or the text line. Uh, tell us what you think about the game. If you are a Ducks fan, tell us what you absolutely hate about it. If you are a Beavers fan, rub it in my face. Um, you know, I can handle it. I was going hard last Sunday. Like I said, I was embodying the the fan of 1080, the fan. Right. And um, hey, it's rivalry week. So if you if to. your team doesn't pull it off, you got to be you got to sit there and you got to be able to take it. All right. There you go. So Beaver fans, 503-250-1080, Ducks fans, therapy session. But as I said, Rashad, we got to start on a positive note, and that's talking about the Oregon State Beavers finishing off the regular season 9-3 and and with a huge win against their rivals, the Oregon Ducks. We will get to that next on Football Sunday on. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 1080 The Fan. Football Sunday on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, it's time to talk about the Oregon State Beavers beating the Oregon Ducks yesterday, 38-34. I, I mean, I going into today, I was like, all right, there's plenty to talk about with this game. But now that I'm sitting in this chair, Rashad, I don't even know where to begin. Like, it just dri- <laughs> It, it drives me absolutely wild to watch this team week in and week out and be so damn undisciplined sometimes and clearly have the better talent and the better team and play down to opponents. And 
you know what? I said I wasn't going to go negative. I said I no, wasn't no, going to no, go no, negative. No, go, 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 and go look ahead. at me. Go ahead. <laughs> look at me. Just, 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 just. Uh, how do you, how do you feel now, Joe? No. You know what? I said I wasn't going to go this route. It's, so we're, I'm listen, switching. This it. is what I'm we do. This is what we do. No vibes change. Vibes change. I said I was going to swallow my pride. <laughs> and the Oregon State Beavers, they showed up yesterday in Corvallis, despite only having. 25, 26,000 fans in half a stadium. That place was rocking. They were wearing cowboy hats for some reason. They kept showing the one woman in the stadium with the baby chainsaw over an Oklahoma and over State again. Game. I could have swore it was an Oklahoma State game. I felt like I was having a fever dream at one point. Like, it was not, it was not good for Duck fans, but if for, you are a Beaver fan, Oregon State alum, Oregon State fan, what a day. I mean, the culmination of years of just – Going through it, going through the crap, and then getting Jonathan Smith, someone who wants to be here. It's an alum. It's the former quarterback, right? And this is the moment that you've honestly been waiting for for the last decade? 15 years. I mean, the the Beavs did it. They they pulled it off, and, you know, we can sit here and talk about how much that the Ducks <laughs> blew it, obviously. I mean, when you have that big of a lead in the second half. But, uh, you know, like I said, swallow the pride, hats off, tip of the cap to Jonathan Smith and the Oregon State Beavers, man. Hell of a game, hell of a win. Nine and three season, one more away from a 10 win season. I mean, it was just, a, it wasn't just a great game. It was a great defensive stand by Jonathan Smith and, and the Beavers. Like, the things that they were able to do, the, the plays that they, they made in the, it was incredible. Uh, Oladipo was. Man, Oladapo, excuse me, was amazing for that defense for Oregon State. He had four guys there with double-digit solo tackles. You know, excuse me, double-digit tackles. You know, so you had guys that were just out there all over the place trying to make plays for this defense because they knew that the party would be not over because I think it's been a great season for Oregon State. But all year we've been saying, you know, well, we'll get to that Civil War game, and, you know, Oregon should do that, and let's move on. We've moved them into the Pac-12 championship already, and Oregon State was like, wait a minute, like, we've, we've won eight games. Like, you know, our, it's our a good thing Ducks were, lay eggs because they definitely were counting their uh, Ducks absolutely. before they hatched. But here's the cool part. They did that three weeks ago, they, two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, it happened against Washington. Like, they shouldn't have lost that game. You know, but, again, they, they kind of – let their guard up, and we've got this, and we're the best team in the Pac-12. And, you know, I think sometimes we forget that, you know, this is still a, a very kind of a young Ducks team, yeah? And so you got a lot of kids that are probably a little in over their head thinking that, yeah, we got this. This is high school. We used to just running over people. And it's, and that's not the case. Washington and Michael Penix uh, Jr. showed you that there are other teams out there that maybe aren't as talented but play harder. That's the that's the that's the cold part, man. They just they just play harder than you. That UCLA game, excuse me, that um was it Cal? That Cal game was much closer than it should have been if you're Oregon for a while. Like they they shouldn't have been able to stick around, but they were. You know, just because at times they just don't play as hard. And you can tell in the second half of that game, the Ducks just knew there were certain points. There, uh, you um, Oregon State was making mistakes. Then you see Duck players kind of dancing on the field, like yeah, like we got this. Here we go, like. And I understand being excited, but I think there are some players on the other team and some coaches that might have took exception to that. And then your special teams. Let's be real. There's a lot to talk about for this game. But this game was more about I'm going to give Oregon State all the credit in the world because they knocked off 
big bro. Like, there's no bigger feeling than beating the person that kind of maybe, you know, is your older brother, your older sibling, older cousin, somebody that's supposed to be better than you, and you beat them at something. It's like, yeah, finally. Like, that's, and that's what Oregon State fans feel today is like, yeah, finally. Because it's been the other way around. This is the first, I think this is the first top 10 or uh, win against a, a, ranked opponent that Oregon State's had and like or top ten opponents, something something stupid like that. I saw the that uh, stat was like, I know what stat you're referring yeah, to. Yeah, I saw something dumb and I was like, man, I, that that didn't sound right. But I mean, they've got all the research people there, so I, I assume that it is. <laughs> well you say that Rashad and I'm just gonna get to this real quick real quickly and it was driving me nuts. But at one point yesterday the ESPN crew was saying that the Beavs scored twenty eight points unanswered which wasn't the case. At that point, it was 21 unanswered, and it was like 28-3. to three. Uh, They pulled a, a Patriots-Falcons on them. But um, they kept saying, wow, 28 unanswered from the Bs, and then it started to like show up on Twitter, and I'm like, I'm going to lose my effing mind if someone says it's 28 unanswered again because they're just like, oh, so admirable, resilient, 28 straight points for the Bs. I'm like, damn it, no, that's not – what it just made things worse. Sounds better on the radio. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah, guess, on TV. I mean, the, twenty-one yeah. is 21, 21 straight is still an impressive number. Well, they're like, know? oh, they've outscored them twenty-eight to three in the second half. Here sounds, it doesn't sound as cool as twenty-eight straight points for the bees. Well, if you say it in that voice the first time, <laughs> then yes, it will sound. It will sound just in those as good. tones. Yes. But no, okay. But man, no, the the Oregon State special teams lost that game, or excuse me, Oregon special teams lost that game for them. That's and what it was. I, that's that's what it was. It was mistakes by the special teams that put Oregon in that position. I just saw a stat about the punting for Oregon. They are second worst in the country in punting, averaging 37.4 yards. With that being said, their punter fumbled the ball yesterday. They had one blocked yesterday. And uh, kudos to whoever the Oregon State kicker is because – one of the more impressive things I've seen a kicker do recently is to kick the ball on a kickoff, have it land on the two one yard line and have it go straight up in the air to where the player has Had to, to get it. Had basically to wait for it like a pop fly. So that allowed the Oregon State players to run down the field even further. And then he gets the ball, and then he gets tackled at, like, the 10, 11, 12-yard line, something like that. So I hear you, Rashad, on the special teams. It was definitely a difference um, in this game. But there, there's a lot of things that the Beavs did that Oregon saw coming and still could not prevent it, and it's the run game. The Beavers gashed them. I said in my update, yeah. 268 yards on the ground. It was one of those things where you I mean, you knew what the Beavers had to do to win this game. Everybody knew it going into this game. This isn't a matter of armchair quarterback sitting here hindsight after the game, like, oh, well, what the Ducks should have done. It's like, no, you knew the Beavers had to run the ball. They couldn't pass. And what did they do? They ran the ball for 268 yards on your defense. Yeah, Damian Martinez is a beast. And that's something that we've been saying for a lot of the year, you know, Fen- Fen- Fenwick is a beast, although he didn't have the greatest game. But one thing Oregon State knows how to do, they are, they're a smash-mouth team. They run the ball. They play good defense. Whenever you run the ball and play good defense, you're going to have chances to win. Here's the part we haven't said yet, Joe. 
and I know it's on the front of our men. Oregon State won this game and pat and had six completions. Six. All game. We play catch for longer than that. <laughs> he had six. Ben Gold, Goldmanson had six. <laughs> I Gold, love Goldbrinson. One of my favorite things is you trying to say Goldbrinson. Gold, Goldbrinson, yeah. It's a goal because I keep hearing people say it wrong. It's like, man, it's kind of like. It the, is, I mean, it's kind of like we like, were doing two of his last names. Like, bro, it's not that hard. Well, it's like trying to say it with a mouthful like peanut butter or marshmallow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Goldbrinson. Goldbrinson. Yeah, it's like Goldbrinson. Yeah, I get it. I'm just saying. I just thought I'm trying to figure out which one. <laughs> but yeah, but he. Made two mistakes. Hey, listen, when you're picks. throwing six completions in the game, too, it's going to be hard to remember so, uh, how to say his name. You know, but you threw 15 passes or 14 passes. Two of them were picks. Six of them were complete. They win the game. Does that – in what world does that make sense? It doesn't because in football, especially now, man, it's a passing passing game. That's just what you do now. You you air it out. So now you have a team here that's gone back to their to, to the roots, to grassroots football to where – they're running the ball. They're playing great defense. They know how to tackle, and that's the that's the most important thing for me. You like you're looking at a lot of guys, especially in the Pac-12, that tackling you know downfield can be a, a bit of an issue. You saw yesterday, Oregon can't tackle. Oregon can tackle as as they were making plays straight up the gut. At the end of that game, Oregon couldn't get hands on them until they were already eight yards up the field, nine yards up the field, chipping away little by little by little. So you got to tip your hat to, the, to that run game of Oregon State, to the defense of Oregon State, to Jonathan Smith, to that entire coaching staff. As they're winning the game, you know they're going to win. You're, I'm looking at Jonathan Smith on the sideline. He's trying to keep his cool. He's just walking back and forth. You know, he's trying to trying to keep it together. But you know that he's like, F yeah, hell yeah, bro. Uh, take that. So it had to feel good for them. It had to feel good for those Beaver uh, fans. I know Oregon fans, that was a, that's a sad hour ride home. It was um, the second year in a row that me and my buddies got together for an end-of-the-season game for Oregon, and, you know, that happened. We had Utah last year, Oregon State this year. It's just been a wonderful back-to-back uh, years as far as end-of-the-season goes. This is a, this, Oregon's kryptonite is expectation. Um, I was going to say uh, pressure, um, having any sort of lofty any, expectations any expectation, above a Rose Bowl. The minute, the minute we expect Oregon to do something, they're like, God. wait a minute. This is the the one thing they knew I was, you know, I, I was I was weakened by. Like that's what is happening every single time. We expect them to win the Pac-12 last year. They get beat by Utah. We expect them to I forget what year that was um where they were going to get where they were like a game away from making it to the playoff and they end up losing that game. Like you expect Oregon to be the team this is going to be the year, and when soon as you expect them to do that, they end up laying eggs. They they end up ducking themselves. Well, guess what? It was the year of the Beaver. I don't know if that's in the Chinese calendar, but uh, it's definitely in the Oregon calendar this year, baby. The Beavs they get the win. We got a text: Go Oregon State! Screw Oregon! Those posers. Only bummer from the weekend <laughs> is that UW won't play USC. Dang, would be a good game. Uh, yeah, I don't know if um. I don't – well, I mean, UW ended up winning yesterday, so there's obviously not any uh, way for them to match up. But that I'm kind of down to see uh, a UW-USC Pac-12 championship game. That would have been cool if that happened. You know, I'll take fun. Utah versus USC anyways, you know. Rematch of USC's one loss this year um, with potential playoff implications. But, um, 
yeah, uh, Oregon State fan feeling himself on the text line this morning. He should. And, and Oregon State fan, you should be feeling yourself. You absolutely should be. It's been a hell of a ride for them to get back to 9-3 and three with an opportunity to win 10. Do you know how you know how crazy that is? Two years ago, Oregon State was struggling to win three and four games. Struggling. Like we were saying, there's no way they're going to win three games. Then they won six. Now they're on the precipice of winning ten. Hey, man, bring on the recruits. Let's go. Well, if the Beavs get that tenth win, I believe it will be the third or fourth time in um, program history. 10-win season for the Beavers. Which is which sounds ridiculous. Only the third or fourth time in team history with all the memories that we have here in Oregon of Oregon State being a relevant team. They've only got 10 times in their history to where they've had at least 10 wins. That's nuts. We'll see. All right. We're getting some texts coming in. We'll read those on the other side because we still have a lot to get to on this uh, Ducks-Beavers matchup. And uh, I believe I was pretty level-headed there for that segment i think you did well um so i think it's time to lean into some of these text messages we're getting in because they're starting to they're starting to fly in now and i think it's uh it's time for the sodium levels to start raising in this booth because uh, there's a lot of things about yesterday that definitely pissed me off and uh i want to get to that the ducks the beavers game again great game for the beavs not so much for the ducks and uh there's a lot of reasons why we will get to that football sunday on the odyssey app and 1080 The Fan, but first, Sports Center update for you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes. Football Sunday, Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. 
It is a lovely day indeed for not just Beaver fans, but just sports fans in general. Lots of football over the weekend. Uh, the Blazers get an overtime victory. Uh, PKI, PKL happening in town. As Rashad said at the beginning of the show, very thankful uh, for many things in this world, but I am just thankful for the wonderful world of sports. Nothing like it, man. Best show on TV. Makes it look, make, makes everything so much easier when there's sports around and, you know, just everything is just so much cooler when there's something. To, it, it, it kind of, it uh, binds us all, you know, no matter where you're from. And we all love sport in some way. Speaking of uh, PKI, PKL, just two quick things, and then I'll get to the text line. Um, A, had a great time out there the other day and uh, got to see Duke for the first time ever playing a game and also got to see uh, the Florida Gators cheer team. They brought them out. Um, That was fun. That was probably fun to watch. Just great work. They're doing yeah. they're doing some great things out there in Florida. Um, you know, g- give Florida as much crap as you want. Do not give the Florida Gators cheer team any crap because uh, no. um, let's just say they're much better than Xavier's. Okay, um, and I, I, I probably wouldn't disagree with that. <laughs> I haven't even seen seen them, and I'm, I'm and I'm you're going to go, go on a limb, and yeah. Concur. And secondly, uh, there were four Oregon uh, colleges in the PKI PKL, and so far. In those events, they are combined one and seven. Mm. The one win, though, Jason Swigard's Portland Pilots beating Villanova the other day. How? And you know Pilots fans are going to remember that forever. Oh, yeah. You know, that's one of them. There will be banners. Just like that year that they were, like, ranked in the top 25, you know, in the country, and then people lost their S because they were like, oh, my God, the Pilots. But, no, man, that's a huge huge win for you. You know, on a big stage – like that, like getting after almost beating North Carolina, absolutely. Like, and that's the number one team in the country. And so, yeah, the Pilots are definitely a team that you shouldn't sleep on. Like, if you play college basketball, you're pretty good. Just saying. Like, we've met a, we've all met a guy who was at the end of the bench on some college team, and like, man, that fool is nice, bro. Like, so there's a lot of guys like that, like that out there. And what do you know? U of P happens to have a bunch of them. Yes, a lot of white dudes. Shocker. A lot of white dudes balling out there for UP. Shocked. Um, all right. I won't avoid it anymore. We are going to look at the text line. 503-250-1080. They came flying in, so thank you for listening. But uh, y'all are salty. Oregon State is a better team this year, and they won the game. Take off your rose-colored glasses with this Oregon lost mentality. OSU is six points away from being 11-1 and this year. The same can't be said for Oregon. Very true, my friend. You uh, bring up some good points, but also um, there was a team that had a lead in the second half, and they were up 31-10. They were up 34-17. So, I mean, they lost that game. (laughs) They had a lead. They had a big lead in the second half. It's not so much like they got blown out 45-13, and they're like, oh, man, this happened, and they blew this, and if they would have done this, and it was just like – things fell apart quickly. You've been seeing the word collapse a lot on the social medias because that's what it was. We're talking 28-3, Atlanta Falcons-esque. That was the deficit in that second half after the Ducks took the 31-10 lead. That sounds like a team had the were in the position to take control and win the game, and they did not do so. And Oregon State, I mean, they took the opportunities, and they went out and got the win. But I think that was much because of what Oregon has done all year long, have more talent, but make bad decisions. Uh, Oregon, Oregon 
collapsed. There's there's no there's no better word to to use. There's there's no way that team offensively with with those weapons um, shouldn't have won that game with the lead that they had going into the second half. They they let up and they made mistakes because I think they kind of took their eye off the ball, you know, figuratively. So. I think, I mean, I, and there's no salt for me. Like, I'm congratulating the Beavs. I think this is great that the Beavs are are back or, or a team that can be reckoned with here in the Pac-12, not just here in Oregon, but I don't think there's any team in the Pac-12 that's just feeling confident about going to play the Beavs. Like, oh, yeah, this is going to be an easy win. This isn't 2012, you know, anymore, 2013. Like, these Beavs are legit, and their record says so. And that game, that was the that was the statement game that they needed. They wait the entire season to get that game against Oregon to make that statement. All the other wins they've had, like the biggest win was the Washington State win at this point, right? I think Washington State was like the one that was like, oh, man, like, you know, Oregon struggled with them, but, you know, they kind of, they blew them out. Like that was that was their coup de grace for the season. No, this one is the one that says we didn't quit. This game was over, and we made the right plays at the end of the day, and we did it with six, with six completions. Say something. So, yeah, there's no, there's definitely no salt here. This is what the Beavs needed. Um, you know, this is the type of pettiness and I, I can't appreciate is uh, on the text line. Someone saying, can you imagine if the Beavs would have never thrown the ball all game? They would have won by 50. Seriously, <laughs> potentially. And and what other team that's a, you know, a top 25 team in college football can say that they're, they're going to win a game against a top 15 squad and throw the ball less than 10 times. Again, just keep it coming. The text line is on fire right now. Be- I love it. Beavs still going to Sun Bowl in El Pishole. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. That's a Sun Bowl is. Okay, so this is a good, this brings up a good question. What are the good bowls now? Now that all the. Oh, all dude, the, I don't. Now I don't. that all the big ones are pretty much reserved we for. We got some shows coming up in a few weeks, man. We will be. Got, yeah. Bowl season is one of my, like, guilty pleasures of college sports because I hate how it's just become advertising and corporate and just, like, what. Let's make a random bowl game because this company wants Jim, to advertise didn't it. Didn't Jimmy Kimmel have a bowl? The Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl, yes. That was the one that the Beavs played in last year. Why? Like, I mean, why does this Jimmy is, Kimmel again, we, need a bowl game? We're not in bowl season yet. I feel like that is a bridge that we will cross when we, we get the to Arsenio it. Hall Bowl. I'll do it. <laughs> Sounds fun. Oh, my God. Um, text line has something interesting, Rashawn, and I feel like this is where we should go next. Um, with the Ducks. Let's do it. Uh, text line just um, said to us that Kenny Dillingham, the offensive coordinator, former offensive coordinator for the Ducks, I should say, because the news broke after the game that he was heading to Arizona State very soon after the game. So you know the ink was already dry by then. Uh, the text line, someone just uh, sharing this, that Dillingham news got shared at halftime with the offense by a parent and killed the mojo. And um, seeing that is very very interesting because I, I we needed to get to Dillingham leaving, obviously, and going to Oregon or Arizona State. Uh, but I noticed something in that second half that if that's true, it kind of backs it up because, um, again, you got outscored 28-3, your offense fell apart, and – there was a lot of red flags for Oregon, and we'll get into this a little bit more with Dillingham, Oregon State winning, Oregon losing. More of your text, 503-250-1080. Let them keep coming in. You're listening to Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. few minutes ago basically saying that uh, for the second year in a row <laughs> the team knew that a coach was leaving and essentially quit gave up um, deflated in front of our eyes collapsed again is a word that's going around um, and it, it's funny that that text came in Rashad because there was one point in the fourth quarter where that Oregon offense was out there and I said to my buddies I was watching the game with, I said, I hate the body language. I hate how we look right now. Like, lining up, walking around, a head hanging low, no urgency, looked like no communication, looked like nobody gave an F. I was just like, this is not looking good at all. So, um, yeah, with the news of Kenny Dillingham leaving for Arizona State again, that news comes out within the hour of the game ending, Rashad. That was conversations that was happening, that was leading up to it, leading up to the game. It was a done deal already. And you mean to tell me that no one knew about that on the team? And what I mean, what the text said is that a parent told someone how that game of telephone happens to get to the sideline and then get into the huddle and the guys know. Like, I don't know. But... This is this is kind of the thing that Oregon fans were talking about in that letter is that you've now gone 10 straight years now. This will be 10 straight years coming up where you have not had the same offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator returning to the team. It's these guys. Let's face it. Kenny Dillingham was like, hey, Oregon, thank you, but I don't really care about you guys that much. I'm out one year gone. And um that can be, like I said, deflating as hell to an offense if you learn that in the middle of a game. And really, it showed on the scoreboard. No, yeah. And, you know, that's not – you want to try to keep that business in-house, but in the day of social media and the day of just news traveling and just know, faster than colds do. Teams you know? communicating, players in locker rooms. And remember, and like, you we, know – We don't know half the stuff you, they know. You go you go to U of O games, you know, probably quite often. And, uh, you know – when players are walking back to the locker room, sometimes they have to walk past a bunch of parents and stuff. Players, you know, to fans, get there. Yeah, yeah, fans everywhere. So parents, for a yeah, parent yeah. to say, hey, man, you know, you just got a job at, you know, what? What are you talking about, man? And going into your locker room as you're up at this point, you don't think the game, you don't think anything of it if, you know, if this is really what happened. And I can imagine, like, you're up, and so you're like, bro, you just hear, I heard he's going to Arizona State. 
Like, what are you talking about? No, my mom just told me that she looked on online and it came through that he was yeah. leaving. Like, so, and I mean, that can happen know. when there's, yeah, I mean, a kid so uh, that's a injured sudden, on the sideline and then I don't know if he's got his phone on him or, but yeah, walking back like, to the locker room and at all halftime. Of a sudden, you know, and, the, the news starts to travel throughout everything and yeah, that, that probably got to a lot of people. And then the one thing we don't think about, at least think about enough for, for me, is the fact that a lot of these assistants are the ones that are recruiting these students, right? Like right. It's a, yes, the head coach is definitely, you know, in the in the living room at points, but they've been having conversation with the receivers coach. They've been having a conversation with the offensive coordinator. They've been having a conversation with the defensive coordinator. has been talking them up and saying, this is why you need to come to Eugene, and this is why here, and you know what I could do with you, and you know the type of player that you could be and with these things, and then, you know, they – they end up leaving, you know, and having made all these promises to these kids. And what do you know, the next offensive coordinator comes in or the next head coach or whomever, and they don't really like the players that they have. Like, these guys are good, but these aren't my guys. I want to go recruit my guys. And then so sometimes some of those kids end up entering, entering the transfer portal and everything. So it puts a lot of a lot of additional, um, I don't want to say stress, but it, it makes those students kind of think a little harder about, what it is I want to do next, and how long are you really going to be here? And the truth is, man, while Oregon has become a premier school, you know, in college football, in college sports, like it's still not Alabama football, it's still not Michigan, it's still not, you know, uh, uh, Florida State, it's still not those, you know, like these those granddaddy marquee programs like this. Oregon is a very good program, you know, but at the end of the day, like it's not Georgia. It's not those other places that people are always going to uh, kind of go to. These are stepping stone schools. Dan Lanning is a great coach, but let's be real. You're going nine and three or almost 10 and three in your first season, depending on what happens in your bowl game. Like other big schools are going to want you to, to come and coach there. It's going to happen. Now it's going to be up to him if he's going to say he's going to leave. But for the most part, man, honestly, I think Oregon is just, it's a, it's a great program, but it's a stepping stone program for a lot of people. With the news of Dylan Am, and let's, you know, be real, um, you know, we're seeing this on a text line, and this is, you know, we love the text line, and that, you know, the, there's a lot of fans that, trust me, I've seen it myself, that there are people that follow this fan base way closer than you and I, Rashad, 100%. that are plugged 100%. in, tuned in, watch every interview, cards. every week, I mean, so if someone is throwing that on the text line, I get it. It's a text that's just coming into the radio show. We're not – someone even said, like, we are working in journalism and you're breaking – we're not breaking we're news. Not breaking that, any news. No. I'm saying if that's what happened. We're you know, relaying then, what someone yeah. texted in. And, again, from what I saw in the second half, literally an observation I made is that the offense was uninspired, lacked that mojo like the text said. There was – I saw it on the field. I'm like, dude, this – I was like, this is not good. They look like they've already lost this game, and I'm pretty sure they were still up by that point. See, I got a different vibe. I got the feeling that they thought they already won. <laughs> this game is over. Like, we've beaten this team. I, I love they, – they, they, they've, they've, the <laughs> they've thrown the ball six times. Clearly, they're not coming back through the air. And so, I, th- I was looking at a team that said, yeah, you know what? This game is over. We won. Let's go. Pack it up, guys. Put in, put in the, the, the backups at this point. That's kind of what I saw from the team. Either way, I'll, I'll agree with you in the fact that I thought it was uninspired. I thought they could have played much better in that second half. That second half was their opportunity to really kind of put their, you know, their foot on their necks and say, "Man, nope, you guys aren't getting up. We're about to, we're about to run all over Reeser with you guys." And they didn't do it. 
end, end of the day. So uh, Kenny Dillingham is leaving, and again, let's be real. Just if that news broke on the sideline, whatever. You still got a game to play. That's mental fortitude, mental makeup as a football player. Like, bro, like, okay, damn, that sucks. Like, you folded like a pair of twos after that then. Like, that that shows mental weakness on Oregon's side from not being able to hold the lead and rally and do it for yourselves and, you know, all right, coach leaving, whatever. Like, Oregon State went and they didn't have any news like that. They just went out and played football. They literally went out and played football, ran the ball down your throat, and – no resistance. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Second half. I'm just. I'm gonna just assume that they didn't. Um, they weren't. They weren't ready in the second half. I don't. I honestly don't know how much that news because uh, it wasn't the the offense that was bad. It was the defense that couldn't make make plays at the end. The obviously the offense couldn't move the ball, you know, at a point. But it was the defense that couldn't stop anything, you know. So I mean, it wasn't not their defensive coordinator that's leaving. They're offensive ones. So I mean, I think it was a little bit deeper than than that. So I don't want to give too much credence to. Um, possibly mom or dad or whomever telling a player, <laughs> yeah. you know, what happened. But all I know is what I saw on that field in the second half was um, it, there, there, there were two different football teams. First half, Oregon was dominant and throwing the ball and making sure their guys could make plays, making sure they protected their quarterback. You know, there were a lot of things, making sure they made certain defensive plays, including, you know, a couple picks. Like, Oregon did everything the right way. Special teams wasn't terrible in the first half. Even had one play where I thought, okay, he's going to take it to the house. And it was like, that was kind of came to to a stop. But, no, I think the second half, Oregon was almost like uh, Marcus Arroyo was their offensive coordinator again. Right? It became real. The, the, the playbook got shortened by a whole, whole lot. And so – I'm not sure if that was that wasn't if it was a Bo Nix injury thing. We've been hearing that they've kind of, you know, shortened the playbook for Bo Nix to kind of um, compensate for the injury and make sure he could do certain things with the ball. And you know, maybe maybe it was that. Who knows what what happened? Either way, all I know is um, whether they got the bad news or not. That defense in the second half, those that special teams uh, unit for Oregon for U of O in the second half, um, kind of let, let up, and they actually end up costing that team an opportunity to play in the Pac-12 championship. All right. So Oregon and Oregon State, they both finished 9-3. and three. God, that's crazy. Both very different feeling 9-3s. and threes. <laughs> um, Man, as an Oregon fan, uh, watching last year with Anthony Brown and uh, how that offense unfolded with Mario leaving, and it, I didn't think a 9-3 and three season could feel any worse. And then – you have this season where your biggest game of the year, Georgia, get blown out uh, with a lot on the line. You lose to your rival at home in Washington. And again, with a lot on the line, you lose to your rival in Corvallis with a stadium that's half built. And there's cowboy hats and mini chainsaws. Again, Damn it. Oregon's biggest Achilles heel is expectation. The minute you put expectation on the uh, Oregon Ducks football team, this is typically the result. And I was going through, if you're going through the timeline yesterday, you saw a lot of sad Oregon fans, which is pretty much everybody, you know, for the most part here in Portland. You know, it's about, I want to say maybe 70, 30, maybe 60, 40 Oregon, Oregon State fan, but I'm going to say closer to 70, 30 for the most part. And saw a lot of sad Oregon fans on Twitter Facebook, Instagram, like, and and I understand, but you know, 
this is what happens, man. Get better on defense. Get better in special teams. Things should be better. You should have won that game. That's what cost you the game. All right, Rashad. I'm handing it over to you. If you want to uh, keep rubbing salt in the wounds for the next hour, you know, talking about it. I mean, we do have who do you love. We got to start looking at some picks is what we need to do. We do have to start looking at some picks. But, uh, um, yeah, second hour. Like I said, pulling off to the rest area, bud. Taking, uh, Letting you take over the wheel here. All right, man. Second hour. Football Sunday. Let's, let's get some NFL in. How's that? Please. Let's let's please do Let's get some NFL. We're going to switch gears a little bit. NFL coming up. We're going to talk some uh, some Jets. Hold your, horses, hold your horses not the way that you think, but we're going to talk about the Jets a little bit. Again, uh, we're going to do some Who Do You Love, maybe talk some Seahawks and their uh, rise to, to power in the NFC West. And uh, let's just have some fun. How about that? Sounds good to me. That's let's do what's it. up, man. Coming, coming up next, Football Sunday on the Fan. The be- <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 